if nothing else, to have the experience of fishing, gutting a fish, cleaning a fish, and cooking it. You're listening to Cocobana. The Colorado River is at the heart of the Cocopa people, providing water for farming and, of course, for fishing. And joining us to talk about fishing, Cocopa elder Irene Sharkey and museum curator Ulysses Heredia. Thank you for joining us. And Ulysses, you did bring some items to look at about reproductions of fish from the Colorado River. Yes, uh, we have with us uh, four of these hard wax figures or casts of the mullet fish uh, being uh, river fish. Uh, these were made by Michael Lee back in 1996 for the opening of the museum. These are included in the diorama of the exhibit and uh, they will be here for when you uh, visit us once the museum reopens. And Irene, a couple years ago we did a big exhibit about the river for the museum and you participated in that talking about your experiences and recollections of fishing on the river. What do you think of this? The fish itself, I think it's absolutely great. It's a so real replicas of the actual fish itself, and it's uh, it's amazing. It is. And what were your experiences growing up by the river, going fishing? And I believe you still fish to this day. I do, but I cannot find anyone to go fishing with me. Uh, in, when, I, when I was growing up, uh, I lived on the North Cocopa, and we fished. It was uh, the staple of our table, fish that we ate every day. And so we would fish, my dad would fish, uh, we would fish, my sisters, my brother. And we fished with cans, uh, with a string, not, not a... Not a uh, a nylon string, but a string. And we caught fish. Not as many mullets, but a lot of catfish. A lot of catfish and carp. Carp was in abundance at the river. But we were told not to eat the catfish because, or the, or the, uh, the carp. They weren't uh, very good for eating because they tend to uh, feed on things that are not normal for a fish to feed on. And so it kind of scared us. And not only that, they have a lot of bones. And so you don't eat carp, but you eat the catfish because cats survive on mud. And so they are safer to eat. So that's what we fished for, very few mullets. Not as many, but a lot of catfish. A lot of catfish. And so throughout the years, uh, I've always loved seafood. And describe so, the first time you caught a fish, what it was like. I couldn't believe that I had actually caught something alive from the river. I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> I, do, I wanted to let it go because it, it, it's, it's a living thing. And I can't imagine, I couldn't imagine eating something like that. But when somebody else kills it, cooks it, it is good eating. 
But when I first caught my fish, my fish first, first fish that I caught, I did not want to take it and eat it. I wanted to throw it back in the river. Was there a particular way in which you would prepare or season the fish for cooking? I know everybody's got a different way of doing it, but, but how did you do it back in the day? Back in the day, I didn't do any preparing. It was mainly my, my late mother that did that. I don't gut the fish. I have others do it for me. I, I think to this day, I still cannot cut it open, clean it out. It's, it's just, for me, I can't do that. Although I catch them and I eat them. Fresh yeah. fish is delicious. Absolutely. And you mentioned that you used a can and a string to catch it. How did that work? In Back in my day, we would find a can. Usually, there we find a lot of carnation milk cans, empty cans, and they would have ridges on them, which is easier to wrap a string around. And some use uh, pieces of uh, wood, and a knotty kind of wood, so that you can wrap the string on there. But it, it took a long time because you, you, it isn't something that you can just throw in the river. You have to stand there and kind of piece by piece throw it into the river. And That what, was fun. Sure. And what would you tell young people today about fishing? I, I would tell them that uh, to go out and, and if nothing else, to have the experience of fishing gutting a fish, cleaning a fish, and cooking it. I think it's something that all, I, I have a nephew, he's, he's grown up now, but he will, must have been about seven, eight, and uh, I took him fishing with me one day. And after that, he wanted to go fishing every day. Fishing is interesting, it's, it's it, nowadays uh, I use a fishing rod and a line and it's easier to fish, but harder to find places to fish. But in, uh, I usually go to Winter Haven, to the All-American Canal, and I'm not sure how they do it, but the tribe, uh, they, ha I don't know, they, I know they used to have a farm a long time ago, and they would farm the fish, and then they would put it into the canals. And we would go out there and fish. And we didn't have to have a license, which was good. And they, I used the, uh, the net for fishing. But it's, it's really interesting because you have to know what it is you're doing. Otherwise, the, the net will pull you into the water. You have to know how to throw it. But it's an easy way of fishing. And the display in the museum, Ulysses, shows the traditional way of cocoa pot fishing back in the day. Yes, uh, these were uh, caught using the, the net. So that would be the traditional way of doing it as well. When our museum reopens and the gallery is available for visitors to come by, they can take a look and see how it was done back in the day. Yes, uh, before colonization. Cocobot Now is available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and all major platforms.